Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Success Personally podcast with your host, yours truly, Vanessa G. Hello everyone. So, um, I'm just here, I'm waiting for our guest for today. Um, we're doing Instagram Live again today and it's exciting to be here with you guys um, this afternoon. So we are going to be highlighting another profile in success and we are going to be highlighting Ms. Sapphire J. Blue. Uh, the host of Conversations with Sapphire J. Blue. And I'm pretty excited that uh, we're going to be doing that. I'm just waiting for her to come on in and um, then we will get started. So uh, last week, once again, I uh, took some time and talked a little bit about my success journey, what I've been up to, what I'm doing. And um, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. So uh, it's, it's always good to sometimes just think about what you've been up to, what you've been through, what you've overcome. You know, all that stuff matters. So, um, oh, I see her. Let me see if I can get her in. All that stuff uh, matters. So take time. Think about your successes and um, talk about it. Oh, and here hey. we have our, our, our guest today. Hello. How are you? I am well. And you? I am doing wonderfully. Thank you. So I'm happy to introduce officially. She is with us. We could see her. Uh, <laughs> Jeanette Charette, but the also known as... Sapphire, Sapphire J. Blue. Blue. Yes. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, my name is Sapphire J. Blue, and what I do is I read books and interview authors Great. about their characters. Okay. I've been doing it for six years. Presently on Blog Talk Radio, I have had 7,619 listeners mm -hmm. in the six years. And I just started Instagram Live, and for the month of July, I've had 564 views. Excellent. And, and I've been one of them. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, when I seen you advertise, I was like, wow, that is so interesting. Um, you're highlighting authors, and yeah. with some of the interviews that I have listened to, it sounds like you're really um, accessing some great authors, some great books um, that perhaps, I guess, the literary giants are not interested in publishing or, you know, can you tell us a little bit about how you came to decide to do this? Well, when I first started doing this, I was real, I was writing for Queen Size Magazine. Mm -hmm. And what I was doing was doing book reviews for authors. And a lot of the authors I had found on Facebook, they were indie authors. That means they published themselves uh -huh. or they were under small publishing houses. And I realized that they had wonderful books. Um, I've told authors that I, some authors, I thought that some of their scary stories were better than Stephen King. Wow. I've told authors that their writing is wonderful. And I feel, I felt like then when I was reviewing the books, a lot of people don't know about these indie authors. A lot of people will say, oh, I don't want to read urban fiction because it's all the same. Mm. It's not all the same. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, look at those covers. All those covers are the same. The covers might look alike, but the author content is different. Mm, okay. And I feel like a lot of times people of all colors are shut down mm. because they feel like all of our books will be the same, all of our writing will be the same, and that everything we do is one blanket, and it's not. So when I first started doing it, I was just doing it 
once a week. I was doing it on a Sunday night. And then I was working for someone else also, so it was their roles. So at one time I decided I was going to do it on my own. And as to do it on my own is I got my own network and I separate myself from a lot of the interviewers because I read the whole book. I remember when I was first taught how to do this, I was told just read the summary and the end of the book and let the author talk about their book. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm a reader. You know, how can you have, how can you talk about somebody's book if you don't read it? So what I started doing is reading the whole book and then talking with the authors about the book and life. Hmm. We do a lot of life challenges. Um, some guys will say I'm man bashing and I say, no, it's the book. Don't blame me, blame the author. But we do a lot of scenarios that have to do with life. Uh-huh. We do a lot of scenarios that have to do with being who you are. Mm. And there's a lot of things. A lot of authors will tell you this book came from life. This book came from real life experiences. This book came from my heart. And I think a lot of books, the people don't realize they can relate more to these books because these books are about people. Right. You know, a lot of times, even if you read a paranormal book, uh -huh. we all know, and paranormal is like books that come from with creatures or different worlds or stuff. Mm -hmm. We all love fantasy. True. I mean, we watch it and on you TV. Know, sometimes we watch it on TV. And sometimes we need to get away from reality and just disappear into a book. So I want to bring people into my world of books so that they can disappear, enjoy the author, and learn that, you know what, life goes on. Wow. You know, you really said a lot there, considering um, really in the times that we're in, uh, pre-pandemic, I think people yes. were and have been for a long time focused on uh, being out, you know, um, mm -hmm. going. Um, and, you know, as someone who loves to read myself, as someone who um, frequents her library still, you know, that sort of thing, you know, for adults, unless you're looking to uh, make a photocopy or use the computer, a lot of people are not really going there. No, you know. I feel that we get caught so caught up in life mm. and other things in life. A lot of times we don't take the time out for ourselves. Yeah. Well, reading is taking time out for yourself. And this way you can read and enjoy things that you want to read. I feel like nobody, when you're younger, you have to read certain books for school. You have to read certain books. When you're going to school, you have to read some books. But I feel like reading is being able to read for yourself. Yeah. That's something you can read. I remember, and this is so crazy, an author wrote erotic books. Mm -hmm. But she felt like people couldn't read their erotic books in public because all erotic books had a different, like they have erotic images. Right. So she named her books colors. Mm -hmm. One was black, one was red. And when you saw the cover, it was just red. But if you knew the author, you knew it was erotica. And I remember being on the train, uh -huh. reading my green book, and I looked over and someone was looking at me and she looked, hold up her book and she had the red one. <laughs> and I felt like that was, a, and we smiled at each other because that was a reader's secret. And I feel now with the Kindle age, or you can read on your phone, that you have the opportunity to read whatever you want. It's your world. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times people don't take that time 
to engage in their world. They don't take that time to read. They don't take that time for themselves, especially during the pandemic. We're watching so much TV. True. But when you're watching, yes, I'm I'm guilty of it. Um, But when you're watching TV, a lot of times you're not watching it alone. You're watching it with other people. Right. A lot of times you have to watch what people are watching unless you go into your own room, but people still know what you're watching. When you're reading, that's your private time. True. True. So would you say then, you know, reading is one of your passions? Reading is one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Because from when I was little, Uh I had a problem reading. I wasn't a great reader. And I had to go to tutoring and the tutor I had, she taught me that don't make this a struggle. Find out what you like to read, read it and make it your passion. And that's what I did. And I found books that she introduced me to a book of short stories. Mm -hmm. And I realized I really liked it. And then I went out and I, found that author. I started reading more with that author. I started reading more books. And then I got to small books, long books, starting to find out what I like. I can say on my show, there was one book that I really wasn't interested in, Mm -hmm. but the author asked me to interview him and I said, okay. And it was about Marvel. I didn't, I really had never watched a Marvel movie. Like, I went to see Black Panther. I think that's as far as I went. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And he had like where Marvel started from, how people could, where Marvel started from, how a lot of the characters were of color. And they weren't, you know, now they're being portrayed as not. That author interview on Blog Talk, he had 350 people listening. Wow. Every time I reposted it every week after that, there was at least 250 people. So I was like, wow, I didn't even know that many people were into Marvel. Oh, yeah. And I started talking to people and people were like, oh, my God, you've never seen it. So from that, I went back and started watching the Marvel movies. And I did find them entertaining. So it goes to show you reading can help you to discover something new. I started watching the Marvel movies from the beginning. I started watching the Star Wars movies from the beginning. It's like different things, different interests. It's nothing for me to be stressed out and decide I wanna just pick up a book and I just wanna get lost in it for at least an hour. Mm. And um, even as a Sunday school teacher, I notice if I tell, if the kid is reading poorly, I will tell the parent, let them read for an hour out loud every day. And that will help them with their reading so that this way, and I bring it back to the kid, they won't be embarrassed in school because we know in school you have to read out loud. Yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, in the church, I can say, be quiet. But the teacher's not going to be say, be quiet every time someone is reading out loud. Mm-hmm. And then one of the parents told me it helped. So I always tell people, when you read, if you read to yourself, you can make the words anything you want. Because you're just reading to yourself. But when you read out loud, you have to say it properly. Yes. True. So, you know, I, I just feel like that's easier. So that's so, it. So would you say that conversations with Sapphire J. Blue, is, is that a calling? And before you answer that, let us know what your definition is of a calling. I feel like your calling is your passion. Mm-hmm. Something you enjoy doing something that you enjoy doing, you find pleasure in doing, and you do it well. When I first started doing it, I was, didn't realize how well I was. 
And I didn't realize how good I was at it until I started listening to my own interviews. Okay. And one time my uncle was here and he listened to my interview and I asked him, you know, cause you ask your friends, your friends are going to say you're good, this and that. Right. And I asked my uncle, how was it? He was like, you asked a lot of questions. <laughs> he said, people really got to know their book. And as he listened, he would tell me like that person didn't know their book. I don't think they wrote it because wow. if you wrote it, you would know your book. And I was thinking the same thing. And I didn't know that was conveyed to the interview, but I do feel it's my calling. I feel like I'm good at it. Um, and I feel like that I, I realized that I've helped a lot of authors. Um, authors tell me a lot that, especially new authors, that I introduce them to new people by them coming on my show. Um, I love it when authors tell me they see movement. That means people bought their books. And I feel like I help readers find new authors. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, you know, with just even, because I went into your archives a little bit, <laughs> mm -hmm. And just seeing the different types of books that uh, are out there, you know, and for sure not seen in mainstream um, publishing, right, mm -hmm. in literary uh, circles, uh, you really are doing, it's almost, I feel like it's almost like, uh, um, like a ministry of sorts, mm -hmm. you know, what you do. So... Now I want to talk a little bit about success, right? So okay. this podcast, we like to talk about uh, success, mm -hmm. um, not necessarily the traditional that you see, but just letting people know out there that success occurs in, uh, in other ways than just mm -hmm. what we see in the media. Okay. And so um, my first question is, who first taught you about success? I first learned success, I think, when I watched, I'm going to say this. We have a radio DJ, Angie Martinez, mm -hmm. here on one of our radio stations in New York City. I was listening to her one day, and she said that she remembers when she used to carry records for DJs. And she said that you have to work at what you want. Mm. Um, I, I also listened to like different rap artists on what they had to do before they became popular. I, I heard the big pun story one time on radio that he was around a long time before anyone even let him grace the mic. You hear about, you know, different people saying all the things that they had to do, the struggles they, they had to go to, to get there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the way you have to go. You have to struggle to make it. Nobody walks in and just gets a record label. Nobody walks in and just gets a TV show. Nobody walks in and just says, hey, this is, this is for you. You have the spot. Right. You have to work hard at what you do. You have to work hard at what you get. I think success is when you say, I'm gonna say my success is, mm -hmm. when I put on Facebook and Instagram, I'm now booking authors for the month of June, and I have 50 authors reach out to me. Wow, that does sound like success. I think success is me now booking my calendar for November because I have authors who are asking to come in. I think success is other authors telling other authors, you have to get on her show. Mm. I think success is publishers saying to me, I have some new authors. I want to book them on your show. And that's happening. I've seen authors come from book number one to book number 40. And then say to me, you were my first interview 
you were the first one that introduced me to the public. Thank you. That's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that this is happening for you because again, you know, I think people are not, and, and I don't know if it's because we're in such a, a digital world that we're so far removed from books, you know, yeah. reading is not so much a, a thing as much as watching TV or going to the movies, streaming. Yeah. Um, and for this is like a hidden gem, you know, uh, because yeah. even by listening to your show, we're, we're hearing not only uh, about uh, the book, but just, you yeah. know, even process, you know, yeah. with, with your authors, you know, and uh, some of the feelings behind uh, what they do yes. you know, and, and how they came along. Uh, you know, last night I watched um, from the New York Public Library, they had the author on for The Other Black Girl, you know, uh -huh. and watched that and um, how, you know, they, they actually not only highlighted her, but they uh, spoke of, and they spoke to this uh, new uh, artist who's about to drop an album. So yes. it was, it's pretty interesting. And, and I don't think that uh, people are really, uh, people need to know about what you do because it's really very interesting and, and entertaining, I would even say, what you do. So what does success look like in the literary world? So you have these authors. How do you find, how did you first find out about some of these authors? And I would see them, I would see them on Facebook. Okay. And so then, you know, and what would be successful? Two authors, I would see them in the train station. Oh. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, one of the authors, I saw him at the train station in Brooklyn. He was like, I'm an author. I bought one of his books. I started following him on Facebook. I had him on my show. He's wow. like one of my besties now. Um, I find a lot of authors on social media. I've reached out to authors on TikTok. I've reached out to authors on Instagram. Sometimes the authors reach out to me. Sometimes people recommend authors. I have, I have a girlfriend that I've known, Pamela, forever. Mm -hmm. She will send, she knows authors. She will say, my friend just wrote a book. Can you get them on your show? Um, I have other friends that'll say, my friend just wrote a book. Can you get them on my show? I have relatives that'll say somebody, you know, it's like everybody, you know, says somebody they know wrote a book. Okay. Wow. A lot of publishers who the publisher themselves is a writer has been on my show. They became a publisher. They say, I want to get my authors on your show. Wow. So I try not to make it boring. Uh -huh. I try to make it interesting. I, you know, a lot of authors take these stories from their heart. There's something in them. I've read books and I've said to myself, the whole time I'm reading, I hope it's not true. I hope it's not true. I hope it's not true. Right. The author, first thing the author says, this comes from a true story. Mm -hmm. So I've shed tears with authors of their story, them telling them sto their story. I've also, you know, I am known to go after your characters. Mm. If you write a character that you want a reaction, I, I'm the one for you because I'm going to give you a reaction. All right. I'm going to be honest with you about your characters. I'm going to tell you if I like the character or not. I think that's why I got away from book reviews because a book review is just my opinion. Right. And I feel like it's not fair for me to give my opinion on a book that you spent two years writing. Mm -hmm. that's your passion. But if you come on my show, I'm going to give you the reaction you wanted about your characters. I'm going to tell you whether I liked them or I didn't. Right. I'm going to tell you if I thought it was a good character or if it wasn't. So I think that that's, that's something important because um, I think that helps authors to make their character more stronger Mm -hmm. or to fall back on your character. If I think your book needs like a part two, I'll say it. I'll say, where's the next one? I've had authors say to me, Sapphire, stop it, because I'm not writing a book. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. I've had authors come to me and say, I don't want to write anymore. And I've said to them, why not? 
and I can quote their books and their characters. And I'll say, write that story, write the story about you don't want to write anymore. So I want to be an inspiration. I want people to see that there are a lot of people out there who have talent. There are a lot of people out there that have, who are wonderful, who are great, who are great writers and they deserve a chance. Mm. I feel like the big publishers doesn't, don't pick up everyone. I've interviewed some authors that are with big publishers now, and I interviewed them before they were with big publishers. But I feel like a lot of times regular society doesn't see them. I mean, they see them more because of social media, but I can say that more people need to see them. Yeah. They need to be seen more instead of, I think a lot of these big publishing companies need to go into the communities, come onto the Facebook, come onto Instagram, grab a bunch of urban independent authors and say, here's a contract, show us what you can do. Wow. You know, um, it, it, again, I feel like it, for most circles, it's like a, a hidden, a hidden world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, even for those who are aspiring writers, you know, um, if they're not um, contracted or if they don't have an agent, right. some of them may not know what to do. Um, some of them may reach out and, and think that those big publishers will take a chance on them and then don't yes. hear anything. And so I'm sure that could be quite discouraging, but with your venue, it sounds like you really do like provide this uh, encouragement Mm -hmm. to the people that uh, reach out to you with their work. So I think that here in New York City, Mm -hmm. I can say at one time, the only time we could get urban books was at the train station. Yeah. That's it. And, And that's what we did. You know, here in Queens, the guys would be at the train station. And when you go into the city, the guys would be at the train station. And this is where you saw these indie books. Um, this is where you saw people selling their books. If you went to a book fair, right. You saw a lot of people selling their books. I'm an author. I'm selling my books. I think there's so many venues now that you can get your books out there. So I tell people public, you know, promote yourself. Nobody can promote you better than you. That is true. That is true. I think um, to get with a good publisher, that that would be gravy, you know, but there's steps to get there. Absolutely. So with six years ago, with what you had in mind, and today, did you think that you'd be where you are in 2021 with this? I prayed on it. Uh, I did a lot of work. I did a lot of reading. Um, back then, my son was still in school. Mm-hmm. And I had to balance him, balance reading. Um, my family says I have them trained now when I have a show. Uh-huh. Um, it was a lot to train them. You know, um, especially now with the lives, Uh because now there's no walking around. Right. You know, I just (laughs) made a comment yesterday about, do we have to walk? You know, can we just sit still for an hour? Right. But um, yes, it's, it's a lot. I think that I dreamt and I prayed about getting to this place where I am now. And the place where I am now is that people reach out to me. I don't have to reach out to them. I still do reach out to authors. I reached out to four authors this week, today. Uh-huh. It was like, I'm booking November. Do you want a spot on the calendar? They always tell me they're honored. I feel the one honored. Because without authors, I would be nothing. I wouldn't have a show. It would just be me talking about books. And I wouldn't have the author. I wouldn't have the fun that I have. You learn so much more about a character when you talk to the author about it, because this way you know what they're thinking. Right. A lot of times I was like, you know, I will say to the author, well, I thought this and that. And they were like, no, it's this way, this way, that way. And you're like, are you sure? You know, I'm going to question you. 
But it's like a lot of times I ask the question that a lot of readers want to ask. Mm, yeah. And on my show, you get a chance. You get a chance on Instagram Live to put in your message to ask, you know, what happened? What's going on? Why did the author say that way? On my blog talk radio show, at the end of the show, you have a chance to ask the author questions. I mean, I think one of my favorite authors that I've met is Beverly Jenkins. Mm -hmm. And she writes historical black novels. And by historical, there's always some history in there. And they're all about strong women who are made it back in the, in the days, right after slavery, most of them. So when I met her, I met her originally through Facebook. I was in her group. She was coming to New York City. I put in a message, where are you going to be? And for her to answer me back, I think I was done for the day at work. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, she talked to me? What are you talking about? You know, uh -huh. I can't believe it. I've been reading her books for years. Like, and she was like up there. And when I went to see her at the Strand Bookstore, she came over to me and she said, you questioned me today and now you're here. That's what I want to see. I was just like such an awe. Right. And that's when I think you realize authors are regular people. Wow. And they just are regular people who want to be heard, who have a story to tell. I believe you. Um, that, that sounds amazing. So you've come a long way. You ain't yes. gone nowhere, right? Nope. So <laughs> first question, would you have done it differently? And then the follow-up to that is, What's next? Um, whatever I done it differently, I started out under somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to say I learned. I learned to be independent. I learned nobody's better than you to do what you want to do. Hmm. Be your own boss. I think that was a lesson. Um, what's next? I always tell people I would love to be on TV doing this. Wow. I would love to be, you know, I, I've known people who had like small shows on like small networks, uh -huh. but I would love, and I, I told a girlfriend this the other day, I would love while you're watching the Hallmark movie, the commercial comes on and it's me interviewing the author. Oh, that is so cool. What an innovative idea. Yes. Huh. Well, we may yet see that. Um, what about doing some YouTube lives? That's next. All right. All right. <laughs> that is next. Um, this Instagram is new for me. I've just been doing this since January. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who he does Instagram lives and I said to him, should I do Instagram live? And he was like, yes, it would broaden your audience. It has, um, and, I, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of prep, though. You know, when you're a blog talk, you could do that in your pajamas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> in a closet. You know, here is like the atmosphere. I definitely thought I had more light in this area I chose tonight, mm -hmm. uh, this afternoon. But it's like, it's a lot of prep. But you have to change for change to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. So YouTube is next. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work on it. Um, what would I have done different? I think I would have did an office in my, my house. Mm. I think that's the thing. I would have set up a, a total office, but this is what I do. And I've seen several shows. I've watched different people. And I would have set up a designated space because now I'm bouncing all over the place. But now I'm working on a designated spot, a designated office, a designated time. I want you to be like when 730 comes or when nine o'clock comes, you know, Sapphire is going to be on. 
I want you to be able to set your watch to me like you set your clock. Mm. That you know at a certain time I'm going to be on here or here or I'm going to be on YouTube. You know that I'm going to be on here interviewing. Well, I mean, you've been around six years. I yes. won't be surprised that the, we will <laughs> see that very soon. Yes, yes. I, um, I feel like there's a lot of authors out there. There's a lot of people. I've interviewed in every continent. Oh. I've interviewed someone. Um, I've done almost every state. I haven't interviewed an author from Alaska. I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling on the authors, new authors, the established authors from Alaska. We need you. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I've done all these states, but and I put out one time. Are there any authors in Alaska? I haven't interviewed an author from Alaska, uh -huh. but I've done every state. I've done every continent. Wow. Um, the furthest continent I've done, I've uh, interviewed six authors from South Africa. Wow. Well, so, you, know, you know, you you've come to this interview with so many nuggets, first of all. Thank you. So much inspiration. Uh, you, you definitely, I know you're on the map, but more people have to know about you and what you do. Yes. And yes, I'm spreading the word. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I want to say that I think that a lot of times people don't realize what's out there. Yeah. Um, and that's why I do advertisements. That's why I do different things. That's why I promote my show. Um, I feel like people don't realize what's out there. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, one of my, my sister asked, are there black authors in Alaska? <laughs> I'm sure there are. But um, I interview authors of all different colors also. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. Um, are the majority of people of color? Yes. But I also interview authors of every color, um, every religion, mm. any, all, perspa all persuasions, everything. I read all books from the Bible to erotica. Everything in between. Um, I did stop reading one genre oh. um i did stop reading i had an author and he wrote a lot of books on men on the download oh okay and i told him i couldn't do any more books i did two shows and i said i just can't promote that lifestyle um i have turned down authors before mm-hmm if I read your book and it's very demeaning to women and it seems like there's a lot of violence towards women, mm -hmm. I've, I've canceled interviews and said to the author, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to demean any cultures. I'm not going to talk about prejudice. Um, there's a way that you can talk about prejudice and we can discuss it. I'm not going to read or interview on any books on slavery being a good thing. I see. Uh, so there are different authors that come to me that once I read their book, I will cancel the show and I will say, or if I read their summary, I will say, I'm not, I can't do this interview. Um, I feel there's nothing good about slavery. You can write a book about slavery um, and it doesn't have to be demeaning because I'm sure there was some happy moments there, but I'm not going to read a book and talk about how the slave owner was so nice to the slave. Right. I mean, I just feel like it's my show and I'm, I'm not doing it. Well, standards and values, right? So right. I'm all for that. I'm not going to read a book where you talk about demeaning another race 
Um, I'm not going to read a book when you talk about bullying. You know, there's a difference on reading a book about domestic violence. Right. Because I'm going to talk about it in the book. And I'm going to say, you know what, she should have picked up a brick. I'm going to say that kind of stuff. But I'm not going to read a book where there's no happy ending at all. And it's just demeaning to women, men, or any sexual preference. Okay. Because I feel when people listen to my show and when they watch my show, they're looking at me as like a book reference. And I'm not going to recommend a book that demeans. So there's been authors who are homophobic Mm -hmm. and they've written books about being homophobic. Well, that's not here. Um, Some of the best authors that I've read Mm -hmm. are about different lifestyles. And I feel like everyone has the right. I'm not going to read a book about different races and meanness and that kind of stuff. I'm not going to do it because I'm not promoting that. So, you know, and I think that's the thing about this is my show. Yeah, absolutely. Take it to somebody else. I mean, I've listened to other shows. I've watched other shows. And I've seen stuff that I'm like, that author needs not to come on my show. And one of the authors, one of the shows that I watched, they were like, oh, Sapphire J. Blue is here. Um, she has a show, too. You guys should check her out. And I, I really want to say, don't, don't mention my name. Father, right? Don't keep my name out of your mouth. Because who you're talking to is not coming on my show. And I'm not just, yeah. I'm just here to check you out. Mm-hmm. And I realized I don't, um, there are a lot of shows out here. I, if you have a show, I will promote it on my show. If you come on my show as an author and you have a show, I will promote it. I feel like there's enough listeners and readers out here for everyone. Sure. And I feel like we help each other. And I think your community, right? Like I said, you know, I think it should be, it should be broader, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of just getting us back to basics. You know, I just feel like books are basic. Yes. Is is basic. It's fundamental, as they say, right? Um, And just to be able to have this and you're someone who actually reads the books. Yes. So the dialogue is going to be insightful. Right. Reading is one thing. If you know how to do, nobody can take it away from you. Yeah. If you know how to read, somebody can't teach you how to unread. Even when you, if you have amnesia, you still know how to read. True. (laughs) True. So reading is something that it's hard for people to take away from. So even if you lose something in you, even if you're trapped, if you're, whatever you can do, you can still read. I mean, I remember when I was younger, you know, like parents send them in their room to read. And my mother wouldn't do that because she would be like, no TV and no reading. Because mm. she knew, I was like, I don't need the TV because I'm going to read. Right. So she would be like, just go sit in the corner. <laughs> because I, I'm not going to, you know, people would say, send her to her room. She goes, no, she's going to read. And she's going to be happy reading. <laughs> I remember finishing books be- when they come out. Staying up all night. I remember even on the job, we used to buy, I used to buy books and share it with my coworkers. Uh-huh. And we used to read the books overnight because we used to stay up all night. So when you get to work, you saw, they would give the book back and they go to the next person and you would go, you read it all night? Like, I read it all night. Because you just had to feed it, finish it. Um, I remember talking to my neighbor, when you're reading a good book, it's like you don't even want to go to the bathroom because you feel like you're going to miss something because it's already a movie in your mind. 
So even when I'm not reading, I'm listening to audiobooks because audiobooks are somebody reading the story to you. And I was going to ask so like, you about that. You know, how do you feel about the, the different forms of... I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm doing an audio book for my show tonight. Uh-huh. Um, I have a Kindle, so the Kindle can read the book to me. And so a lot of times when I'm working, that's what I'm doing. The book is being read to me. And it's easier for me because I work. Okay. So I can work, have my headphones on, the book is being read to me. An audio book gives you a little something extra because now you have somebody really animating it. Yes. So it's like, when you listen to it, you're like, wow. And audio books, I can do other things. I can fold laundry, I can walk around the house. I can do everything. So even when I'm doing it in my gardening, uh-huh. you know, my girlfriend used to say, other people are listening to music. This one's listening to a book. <laughs> I'm with you on that, though. <laughs> I'll do that anytime. <laughs> I can't do it when I'm driving because I'm so into the book that I'm not paying attention. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've learned, because a lot of people say, oh, I listen to it. I said, no, can't you? How are you getting into the characters when you're driving? You know, I said, you got to be able to have these characters in your head. If it's a sexy guy, you got to see that guy. You got to see the sexiness. And I think that's what's good about it. Yeah. So I love audiobooks too. I've been listening to audiobooks since they were on cassette. Oh, yes, me too. I had, I had just got rid of some older ones, you know, I thought it was yes. time because I don't even have I used to player anymore. <laughs> I used to belong to the recorded books. That's how I'm dating myself now. And it's, the <laughs> books were on cassettes. Uh-huh. And I would listen to it in my Walkman. And I belonged to the club, and the club would send you uh-huh. a box of, like, 16 cassettes. Wow. <laughs> and I would just listen to one after the other, one after the other of the book. Then the book started coming on disc, right. CDs. So then afterwards, I would listen to the CDs. Now you can download them even from the library right onto your phone. That's right. So that's easier also. I belong to Audible, so I get it from there. I had joined Scribe, and then I was like, how many audiobook places do I really need? Because I don't really have time to listen to them all. Right. And that's what it is. So I just cut it down to Audible. But I love it. I love the different characters that you have, the authors are so inventive when they pick these characters to write, read their work. Mm-hmm. And I said, maybe when I retire, maybe I would audition to do audios. Oh, wow. That would be fantastic. You know, yes. just a little something to do that, that you love, just an outshoot of what you love, right? So, yes. So a lot of times I'm practicing reading at reading uh-huh. out loud because that's what an audible is. Um, so that's, I think that's one of my next goals after I move on to YouTube. My next goal is to practice so I can do an audible. Excellent. So we are close to the end of the hour. And yeah, and it's been, you know, for me, it's been great. You know, like I said, I've seen, I've seen your advertising. I said, well, what is, what is Jeanette doing? (laughs) So I had to check it out. And again, you know, it's such, the show is such a gem. Um, And the fact that you even do it is, is amazing. And like I said, I feel like people need to know more. So any final words about success in either what you're doing or uh, for any of the authors that may uh, contact you to, uh, to be on your show? Okay, well, my show is Conversations with Sapphire J. Blue. I wanna say, and I say it to authors all the time, nobody can promote you better than you can promote yourself. I see that you, Vanessa, are a new author. I am. You are not promoting. Not, not yet. Not enough. I, okay. I just, it just released yesterday and um, I have. What's the hold up? Oh. 
I dropped the link for your book on Facebook. You didn't have the link on. (laughs) I dropped the link on. So I picked up your book. I can't wait to have you on my show. Oh, great. I'm excited. I think success is doing something that you love that makes other people happy also. Mm, I like that. Because I feel like my show brings joy to a lot of authors. I love talking to authors. I try to, after each interview, say thank you to them for a wonderful and awesome show. They say thank you to me. I think that I'm doing something I love. I'm reading your book. Mm-hmm. Talking to other people, I want to convince other people to love your book also. Um, Anybody wants to come on my show, they're more than welcome to reach out to me. I'm Sapphire J. Blue on Instagram. Um, if you put on Sapphire J. Blue also in Facebook, I'm there. Okay. I feel like the more people know that we can read and write, yes. the more we as a people can go further. Well said. Well said. And on that note, Sapphire J. Blue, thank you so much for your time. I'm so glad that I had this opportunity. I don't know if anybody else interviewed you. If I'm the first, I'm so happy. <laughs> you are the first on this platform. Yes. Listen, I can already see what you're doing is really going to go far. Keep on keeping Thank you on. so much. And I'm so glad I had an opportunity to um, to hear what you had to say about your show, about success, and and really the written word in reading. You know, um, yes. You know, it, I don't want it to be a lost art personally, because yes. of my love for reading. So I thank you for what you do. Thank you so much, and I thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. I watched your show, I think, twice. Uh huh. When I see it, um, let me know, tag me. You feel free to tag me oh, in your shows absolutely. so that this way I can I can watch your show and plus I can have my friends watch your show to support you. I look forward to you. Let me know when you're ready to talk about your book absolutely. and I will definitely get you on my show. Thank you. And I want to, I always end my show with read, read, read. Uh-huh. And I feel like to everyone read because reading is something that no one can't take away from you. You heard it here on your success personally podcast read because as Sapphire J blue says, no one can take it away from you. And that is the truth. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you. Thank you everyone. And thank you everyone for listening. So we have come to the end of our time today. I hope our discussion was helpful to you. I wish you positive vibes and encourage you to do you as you climb the ladder of success. If you are feeling this episode, please decide to subscribe and join the success journey. For more encouragement along the way, follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Your Success Personally. And continue to listen wherever podcasts can be found. And remember, your success by your rules. Bye-bye.